Hello and welcome to Pokedex Pathfinders, where we explore the Pokedex at a leisurely pace. I'm Ben. And I'm Andy. On today's episode, we talk about numbers 79 and 80, the slow poke family. See what I did there? And we discuss Galarian Slowpoke, Slowbro, Mega Slowbro, and Galarian Slow King on Aviva La Evolution Smackdown. <laughs> Let's get to it. Number 79, it is Slowpoke. It is the dopey Pokemon. We haven't had too many adjective Pokemon yet. <laughs> One where they like... straight up insult the animal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the stupid idiot this Pokemon. This one's the dumbest one. <laughs> I really wish that the Pokedex would like, they need to have an adult one that, you know, if you're not a 10 year old, it's like still the same robot anime voice, but it's like the dumbass Pokemon. This fucking <laughs> moron. <laughs> I can hear Red Foreman saying it now. <laughs> <laughs> the Red, the Red, <laughs> Pokemon Red Foreman edition. <laughs> it is water and psychic type. We're going to come back to that typing combination. I know it. Pretty sweet typing. But let's get into some bio information. And I have a question for you because you know how much I love to start with questions. If you were describing this Pokemon to somebody who had never heard of Pokemon, it wasn't familiar. So you're trying to paint a wonderful mental image for someone. What animals, animals slash animals would you use to compare it to to paint that picture? So this is somehow somewhere between a hippopotamus and a pink rubber ball. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think I narrowed it down too much with animals. I think I just should have just said animals and or objects. It reminds me of a ball that I had as a boy or <laughs> or a pink eraser. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I have pink eraser meets salamander pig hippo. Bulbapedia says salamander. I don't see it personally, maybe in some Did of the, really? the bio stuff, but... But I don't know. Yeah, I think the only reason that some of the animal comparisons really come into play is just because it's quadrupedal. Like, it doesn't really have many of the actual body parts. I guess the tail most would be reminiscent of a salamander, but it's not, like, reminiscent yeah, every, of, like, a hippo or a pig. Tail. Yeah. But the body of it is much more reminiscent of, like, a hippo or a pig. It's certainly a doodle of an animal. And I... Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Pokemon it gives us a lot of that, where it's certainly vaguely something. What that is, who's to say? Look... Former guest of the show, I'm, I'm just going to jump the gun a little bit here. Former guest of the show, Megan, our Pikachu expert, uh, listed Slowpoke as in her top five. I still would not put it there, but this family, I might be. Oh, we're jumping the gun real far. Oh, my God. I might be. Oh, yeah. I'm showing your, say, hand, your I might hand be, already. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to preface this by saying I might be too positive on this poke because I liked this poke more than I remembered. Oh, I, I won't give myself away too much, I guess. But uh, no, I've always been a big fan of this line. But I won't. I'll try I'm not to let the bias. I'm slutty about my Pokemon opinions. <laughs> Just letting them fly. <laughs> well, all right. We'll we'll come back to it then. This is kind of like a new type of poke for us. Not so much in the fact that the Pokedex uh, called it an idiot, but a lot of pokes tend to be given personality traits, like. They are, I'm, I'm trying to think of a uh, specific example of one that we've already covered, uh, like Growlithe and Arcanine. They're loyal. Yeah, like Spearow is supposed to be angry. They have to, They have specific temperaments. Perfect. That That's the exact example I'm talking of, of like, it's designed after an animal or a myth mythological idea. And then because of that, they gave it a certain temperament. This is the first poke that we've come across that's switched. This really feels not like it's designed after an animal, but this feels like it's designed after a personality trait, and they tried to come up with a creature based off of it. Yeah, it's kind of like a personification of a temperament that just exists already. Like, you think of maybe a type of person that you know, you know, maybe like one of your friends, one of your classmates or something, this is kind of like... A doodle of them, almost. That's that's like a perfect way to put it. Like, going back to your Spiro example, if somebody told me to, like, draw an animal representing being pissed off, it wouldn't look like a pigeon or whatever. I would draw a pigeon with angry be. eyes, sure. <laughs> <laughs> More bread, please. Uh, but... <laughs> 
It just, I like the idea of it doesn't really look like a specific animal going back to what we were talking about earlier. And I think the reason that it doesn't is because they really tried to draw what the embodiment of a trait would be rather than giving a trait to an animal. I, I, I really enjoy the switch. It has kind of a hippo mouth. It's definitely the, the easily the most egregious Homer Simpson mouth we've seen so far. I don't think it's a hippo mouth. I think it's like a cartoon drawing of a monkey. All right, yeah, it, it definitely, I can see that now that the face is certainly reading sock puppet monkey. <laughs> <laughs> this Pokemon is always spaced out. That is its primary trait. Ash's Pokemon Dex was specifically uh, kind of rude about this. It says, Slowpoke, the dopey Pokemon. No one can tell what a Slowpoke is thinking, if it ever does think. Its specialty oh, is boom. fishing with its tail. <laughs> Why is Ash's Dex roasting this animal? <laughs> this idiot can't even think. All right, you brought up the tail. I think we got to talk about... I think we have to talk about the tail. No, the tail is really, its primary feature. I was going to say, that's really the big thing that I have uh, notes for. I want to start with the silver Pokedex, because I think it's the most pertinent one. Oh, yeah. Sweet sap leaks from its tail's tip. Although not nutritious, the tr the tail is pleasant to chew on. Delicious. What do you think it tastes like? It probably tastes like tree sap. It probably tastes like a maple sugar uh, type deal. I was thinking, like, if you ate a slowpoke tail, would it be like taffy? Oh, and that's why it's pink. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like a chewing gum type uh, type flavor. Like, it's got that, that rubbery look. I mean, I always looked at the big uh, super pink erasers and was like, I kind of want to eat it's it. It's going in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, did it really look that different from taffy? Other than taffy doesn't leave, like, shavings on your uh, paper? <laughs> I mean, everything starts looking delicious in school anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you got that late Sitting lunch. Sitting there starving. <laughs> <laughs> got lunch at 2 o'clock. I think back sometimes to the fact that the, the first lunch uh, in our high school was at, like, 1030 in the morning. <laughs> That's not a lunch. Good luck thinking about anything later in the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's just... We went to school with hobbits. They just had second breakfast. I say, you'd be waiting for 11sies immediately. <laughs> so there are several Pokedex entries also referencing to it, like dipping its tail into the water and using it for fishing. Sometimes Which is it's, foreshadowing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, sometimes it feels like they're saying that it's on purpose. Sometimes it feels like... It's doing it just because uh, it's an idiot. It's doing it just because it's a stupid dumbass. <laughs> no, I like, think that you... it is ultimately intentional. I think that it does mean to fish. Maybe it doesn't understand the consequences of what that would that would do. Well, it said that it can take like days for it to discover when it's been bitten. So clearly it can't be using that as a source of food. Is a slowpoke carnivorous? Uh, well, I don't know. I think I mean, it that has... it probably eats plants only because that's what it would be able to catch. I'd, I'd say this probably eats roughly what a sloth eats. Maybe if a uh, Magikarp is dumb enough to latch onto its tail, it can eat that. But it has like giant fangs, though. That's what I mean. I, th I think it's it's opportunistic. I wouldn't say that it's okay. it's has to survive on meat because let's be real, it would never survive. How much trash do you think this thing eats? Oh, this thing is eating primarily trash. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that, maybe it's Whether... just eating old chicken nuggets and stuff. Oh, wait, well, it can't. It's Pokemon Universe, but... Uh... Uh, yeah, would that be like a Combuskin nugget? Yes, spicy chicken nuggets. <laughs> I, I want to stay on these tails because these tails get the slow pokes in a lot of trouble. Uh, the tails are considered a delicacy in a few different regions. I think this, this is, is our a first... giant thing of taffy. Yes, exactly, because you can chew on it. Now, I think this is our first Pokemon where we get a direct reference to people eating it, because I know we haven't come across the fish Pokemon yet. They do mention that the tail grows back and that the Slowpoke doesn't seem to mind, but, like, come on. It definitely minds you chopping its tail off to eat it. You know this is a real thing with lizards. And I'm sure they mind. Yeah, like, there there are lizards where they... It's like a defense mechanism. If something grabs their tail, they will just, like, chuck it off themselves. Like, they can drop their... They can... <laughs> Done with that? Drop their tail. Oh, yeah. So, and I mean, that's where we're getting the salamander reference from. And I think that's as far as it extends, is just the, the mechanic of the tail. Is there anything else you want to talk about for bio for Slowpoke? It's not necessarily bio, but we got some more rudeness from the red uh, decks. It says, oh, all it says is literally incredibly slow and dopey. Takes it five <laughs> seconds for it to feel pain when under attack. I mean, that actually seems like it would be a really good defense mechanism for a poke that is 
like an animal that is in battling scenarios. Say, yeah, oh yeah, it makes it a very good defensive Pokemon because it won't even know it's hit yet. Yeah, if you one shot it, it would theoretically never feel that. <laughs> it would take a while, and it would just it would just kind of stand there, and then eventually uh, pass out. Would it faint first? And then it would feel the pain, so it's just asleep through it? Or does it wait five seconds and then the damage happens? Yeah, no, I think it would get karate chopped. You'd see it just kind of staring and then passing out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, then it's really awkward to have a battle. With it. It's like, uh, I think he's dead. Yeah. Do I do I keep hitting it? Let him go, Machamp. <laughs> oh, God, not the Machamp. We know exactly what it's doing behind that people. We'll get to uncomfortable breeding pairs, don't <laughs> you worry. Well, speaking of, let's get into yeah, game my... data. I actually don't have any uncomfortable breeding pairs, but I do have a they're couple that are... They're all quite comfortable? Yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Okay. No, they're just weird. All right, who's going after this, uh, this dope? In Gen 4, Rhyperior? <laughs> that is a very odd choice. <laughs> Dragonite. They're both kind of squishy. All right. Oh, do you think a Dragonite is like the same? Yeah, like, they're like round. taffy material. Yeah, that's fine. And then this one uh, is not the same material, and that is Cranidos. <laughs> Cranidos needs to get out of there. <laughs> I was gonna say. I feel like that Cranidos just, would, would pop Slowpoke. Like <laughs> that is just a Pachycephalosaur with a uh, a weird eraser hippo. Yeah, Cranidos, it makes me think of, and this is not in a sexual way, this is like the spikes. Uh, when you would be sitting there in class and you had the pink eraser and you would just kind of jam the pencil right into the eraser and it would like break the tip off. <laughs> I'm really, really glad that you stated not in a sexual way before you started <laughs> exactly. talking about jamming things into the pink eraser as we're discussing the uncomfortable braiding pairs. Yes, exactly. So it just makes me think of the, the Cranidos skull just kind of getting stuck in the slowpoke what were you putting into the eraser? Was it just the tip? <laughs> <laughs> All right, move on. <laughs> cut that, cut that. <laughs> All right, I have a, <laughs> I have a, uh, a rare. Uh, this may be our first instance because uh, I wasn't that huge on it as a kid. Pokemon Snap. Oh, okay. Actually, I have a Pokemon Snap memory. I, I distinctly Original, remember. The, uh, the N64. Yeah, I have not played the one for the Switch. Okay. In the original Pokemon Snap... It's a like random memory I have. I, I there's like a handful. You got like of course the Moltres, uh, you know, popping out of the volcano and all that stuff. But I distinctly remember there was like the river level, and if you threw the apples in a certain spot, it would turn its butt towards the water and hang its tail over the water to eat the apples. And a shelter would come out and attack it, and you could get on camera it turning into a slowbro. Oh, hell yeah. I don't know why. That's just always stuck with me. And I was like, wow, that's such a cool, like, you're actually seeing how they evolve and why in the wild. No, that's really good. I think people have really thought a lot about this, because this is a good segue right into the anime episode. Uh, we get a kind of a, a filler episode about Slowpoke. But really, there's only one main thing that happens in the episode. Episode 66, so we're already into Gen 2. We essentially just learn in this episode that Slowpoke hangs its tail over the water, Shelder latches on, and it becomes a Slowbro. And that's kind of everybody learning that this is how it happens. And it's insane that this is fully canon as to how it happens, because this is not what happens in the game. All right, so I have a question about that. Do you think that if this game came out today... It would have a completely different mechanic. Like, you'd have to have Shelter oh, in yeah, the party. Oh, yeah, they would take full advantage of, of that, of something about it. You'd have to either have Shelter yeah. in your party or something, but they would take advantage of it. Or, like, you have to leave them at the daycare together or go, like, surfing with one while having the other in your party or something. Like, they would do something to incorporate it. It's too good. People loved it. I am thoroughly shocked that the evolution mechanic was not even in the, uh, uh, like Gen 2 or slightly Anything. later. Anything, they could have just added it. I think people would have liked it. Maybe they didn't think that this would keep going and evolve, no pun intended, to what it has become today. <laughs> or maybe they just didn't have the space and it was another uh, part of limitations of the game at the time. Or like, hey, why go through all of this making one wacky mechanic for just one poke? But I was almost thinking like, all right, if you surf and there's a slow poke in your party or... You can teach a slowpoke surf, and then while it's surfing, if you go into, like, a route that has shelters, boom, it can evolve. I think it's just a bit of everything. I know they had to save space in the game. I think that even if slowpoke had come out in Gen 2, we would have already seen them do 
some sort of wacky evolution because I think we already had it by then. Yeah, that had the the friendship levels uh, for the evolutions and night and day and stuff like that. Yeah, so I think it just wasn't quite ready. And yeah, to your point, I think they also were like, well, who cares? It's just one game. True. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's going to be talking <laughs> so, about this crap in 25 like, years. Like Shut this? up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last, last couple notes I have here for Slowpoke in the beta. The original name was Slow Mo. Thank you for changing that. I kind of like Slow Mo. What's really? wrong with that? I don't know. I always think it's like an Italian thing. <laughs> what about it is Italian? It's slow motion. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be like named Shlomo or something. <laughs> all right, first of all, that would be Jewish. Not I was going to say that that might be more Jewish than Italian. I don't know. I would have accepted some sort of you regional variant. the variant. classic stereotype of the Italian <laughs> Italian Shlomo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you kind of feel like this is a bit of a low-key mascot for the Pokemon franchise? Yeah, definitely. This thing was everywhere. I was like, am I I crazy? No, this was one of those basics that people enjoyed. I think that there were a few that were kind of in the running, but this is one of those that it screams Pokemon because it's nothing else. It's very clearly a Pokemon. That's a good point. I think, and it's, it's pink, so it's easy to put on something in color code and... The color Especially jumps in the 90s when everything yeah. was blue. Yeah, it's very easy to identify. It makes it makes a good mascot just from the fact that it's a pink blob. I really feel like this thing was more prevalent, like, before they started trying to make Eevee more of, like, a secondary mas- mascot. I don't know. I just was like, am I crazy for thinking that Slowpoke sort of feels like a... I, I wouldn't say a mascot. It's not on the same. I remember level seeing it everywhere. It definitely like was making obviously. it. No, but it was making it into the copy. Like if they had to pick seven Pokemon to be on a page, yes. this was probably making it in. And Poliwhirl. You have yeah. I, seriously, it's like the I secondary put, guys. Yes, yeah. They're like the B team of mascots. Yes. Um, anything else you want to talk about specific to Slowpoke? I've got one game thing to mention, and it's just oh, yeah, going right back to the tale was that. In Gen 2, you could find these guys in the very sad area called Slowpoke Well, where we found out that Team Rocket was cutting tails off. You had to fight Team Rocket to move on, and I just remember that being like a very sad uh, level to have to go through. It was pretty early on in the game. I can't remember if we talked about the whole, when we were discussing the tails, the entire uh, Rocket Slowpoke tail trade underground. Yeah, they took something that would have been kind of okay in having a food source, and they made it really sinister by adding the team rocket like drug trade element do you think that they had to put something in there about it like not harming them because otherwise it like sounds like there's active poaching oh yeah it seems like they've had to for all of these like even tentacle they couldn't even just say yeah it dies even then they're like just splash some water on him he's fine yeah that would be really messed i mean i'm sure there's awful like underground slowpoke breeding rings or something within the rocket enterprise gotta be yeah slowpoke farms some some devious stuff going on they don't know any better they're so dumb and it's so dumb who even cares <laughs> now <laughs> to end it to end this uh slowpoke part on a lighter note pokemon company released an official slowpoke song to coincide i think with pokemon go i honestly don't know it was slowpoke being added to something about six years ago and I just need you to hear this song. Oh, okay. This is, I hope. Keep in mind that this is, is official, though. Oh, my God. This is amazing. <laughs> Slowpoke got its own reggae island jam. Dude. Oh, my God. The worst part about this is I know since it's official, if we put it into the episode, it would, like, get flagged or something. Everyone has got to listen to it. It is called the Slowpoke song. That's all you have to look up. There is a Japanese version yeah. and an English version, so listen in the version you'd prefer. It's also from 2015, which is like in the middle of the dead zone of uh, Pokemans. Like, yeah, this it fully went under the radar. This was when they were just coming up with anything they could to get you to pay attention to Pokemon. <laughs> we hired a. I, I wonder if it's like a. We hired Ziggy Marley. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. No, is I it know. like a a well known? They don't have any writer credits in there. I don't know, but I've been unironically listening to it since finding it. I might be... I am headed to the beach soon, and this might be my official soundtrack to the beach next week. Oh, you could easily uh, drink a Red Stripe and listen to this. I'm going to read a little bit of lyrics. uh, That way we can put this in. Just imagine I am a beautiful uh, uh, reggae singer. Okay. You're so slow that your picture never blurs. The speedometer concurs. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Bars. This guy's spitting hot slowpoke fire. Uh, what's your story, slowpoke? A great big berry fell, bonked you on the head, but you feel no pain. Because your ears curl in. There's a reason you said. What was it again? You just you just said slow. <laughs> it's oh so God. good. I hope these are the original lyrics, too. The, the Japanese lyrics as well. Bite your buddy's tail for lunch. What a happy looking bunch. And the album art is just them eating each other's tails. Yeah, the album art is an Ouroboros of Slowpokes. This is the new Tool album yes. cover, I know. <laughs> Slowpoke um, by Tool. <laughs> Slowpoke would be an accurate description of every Tool song, so... <laughs> All right, let's talk cards to finish it out for Slowpoke. I'm going to start this one. I'm stealing this one. You can have Slow, bro. Neo Genesis and Lost Thunder uh, both look like failed science experiments. Neo Genesis is going crazy. Oh, yeah. It's like a a melted old school oil painting. Uh, He is just dripping, but he's using water guns. So maybe it's like the after effect of the water gun. All of the cards, the artwork, they just look like they're having such a good time. (laughs) Wouldn't you? (laughs) If you were just some dopey slow dude. (laughs) If somebody wrote a reggae song about me, I would... uh, This is going to become the official theme song of the podcast, by the way. Oh, yeah. They're all all just straight chilling. I'm going to write a letter to Big Poke to uh, get the rights to this song. Dear Big Poke. (laughs) Finally, for cards, uh, I'm going to steal it. Slowpoke and Psyduck Tag Team GX. I knew you'd take it. Let's see if you took the exact art that I wanted to discuss, though. Oh, I actually like all of them. The one that I had to talk about is where it's a shelter accidentally biting Psyduck's tail. Oh, I never even noticed that. Not going to become a uh, slow bro that way. All right, that's a good point. I Honestly, I never even thought about that before. Also, that is some great, like, super 2D kindergartner art. It's really good. I thought you were going to bring up just the main artwork one where they're, like, riding on the wave together. Uh, the original awesome. art is incredible. It already looks like it could be a music video for the Slowpoke song, so... <laughs> All right, well, since you stole my card, no, I have I have one more. Uh, I wanted to bring up, this is a Sword and Shield promo card, so it would have been, like, paired with the boosters, but the Galarian Slowpoke, where it's chilling with a Venipede and a Krogunk, so it's like Poison Gang, and they just look like they're having fun, and they have everyone lays around. That's its, like, primary attack. That is also a sleeper tag team. It's a good vibes tag team. <laughs> I would like to see that tag team. Everybody just chilling. Moving on. Number 80, Slowbro. It is the Hermit Crab Pokemon. All right. An interesting decision. At first, I was like, like hell it is. No, it's not. And then I was like, actually, yeah, it I, totally is. I'm still very confused by this. No, I. you know what? A Hermit Crab is just a crab that goes and lives in another organism's shell and Does that mean the Slowbro is the crab? Yeah. The Slowbro is not the pink guy? No, the Slowbro... No, no, no. The slow. The crab is equivalent to the pink guy. Yeah. But if Slowbro right, leaves... Right, which would be the crab, the the, the shell... I, I know. It's hard to make the comparison because the shell still has eyes and a mouth. No, no. The, cra- the hermit crab, when it gets too big, it has to leave the shell, okay, yeah. to get a new shell. But if Slowbro leaves the shell... It becomes a slowpoke again. Right, until it finds another shell. Oh my God. <laughs> so right, slowpoke is just fine. a crab. Hermit crab done. <laughs> it's, it's a loose stretch. That's yeah, good Give enough. Give it a break. <laughs> I am a little sad that they went from uh, being the derpy Pokemon back to an actual animal. Also, uh, hermit crabs confirmed for Pokemon Well, the universe. mythological creature known as a hermit crab in the Pokemon universe. <laughs> 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 They're like, it's like a Kingler, you know, but... It's like uh, the mythical version. It just lives out past the Junlin wastes. Yes. That is a deep cut for anybody who got that one, and I also apologize. <laughs> it is water and psychic. It evolves at level 37. Right off the bat, this is a reverse Parasect, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. And it gets to stay alive. So I want to talk about something. In gold, the Pokedex states, if the tail-biting shelter is thrown off in a harsh battle, it reverts to being an ordinary slowpoke. Exactly. We got to talk about this. This is not a typical mechanic or discussion or anything that we, like anything that we've come across before. Imagine even having the ability to accidentally devolve your Pokemon in the game. What if it took enough damage 
that the shelter flies off and you devolve. Every time your slow bro gets one hit KO'd, it just turns back. It goes right back. It gets knocked back to the minor leagues, and it's a slow poke again. (laughs) In all fairness... This is the probably the laziest evolution we have come across in terms of design. Look, the the slowpoke turning to slowbro. A slowbro is literally just an upright and bigger slowpoke. That's all it is. It's it's lazy, but I like it. I was like thinking to myself, like this is kind of lazy. It just stands up and everything like that. But I was kind of thinking as well, this doesn't feel lazy, and it doesn't feel like a half-assed like. Magnemite to magneton, no, or like a works. Voltorb to electrode kind of thing. It Look, seems the stupid. game mechanics weren't quite there yet to allow it. If they were able to, you know, have the two separate Pokemon and then you join them and then they become Slowbro, I don't think anybody would have an issue at all. It's like a DIY evolution. You could do this yourself. This is the first evolution that we've come across where there's like an actual lore to the evolution. Yeah, like something has to happen. Well, technically. I guess with Diglett, it said three Diglett would come together to form a Doug Trio. True. All right. So, true. But true. The, but those are all three of the same species. This is something has to find something of another species to evolve. The only thing I was going to say is like the 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 stones. I guess like the moonstones with Clefairy and stuff like that kind of gets into that same like mythical territory. But I don't know. This just that seems feels so like an different. alien force. This feels like a scientific evolution, as if nature wanted them. To work together. Yeah, it's that it goes back to Parasect, like I was saying earlier. It's like, like you said, nature wants them to work together. This is the host and parasite. It's a symbiotic relationship. Yes, even though I guess in this case, I don't think Slowbro necessarily gets anything out of it. So I don't remember what it's called when it's one way, but it's just that the shelter gets to get nutrients from the Slowpoke. That's it. This does feel a little more parasitic. Because I guess you could say the Slowpoke no longer has the ability to feel pain, but is that truly enough of a benefit to call it a benefit? Yeah. Why Why does the Shelder change? The Shelder changes because of something I learned from a page called Dr. Lava on Twitter. Oh, okay. It okay. changes because... It was never supposed to be a shelter. Yeah, it does not look any bit like no. a shelter or a cloister. A few years ago, I guess it would have been like 2018, a ton of beta sprites for Gen 2, beta sprites for Gen 2 were put out and they showed us a ton of different designs, including scrapped designs. One of those scrapped designs was for the shell and it was called Turban, based off of turbo snails. It shows oh, okay. that the snail. Or, you know, that shell was supposed to be a standalone Pokemon that you could catch. There just wasn't that much information on it. So it's possible that they were going to make some sort of symbiotic, you know, evolution. Uh, but I think it was just too similar. I think nobody would have played it when you could already play Slowbro. But uh, it was going to be its own Pokemon. And instead, they just said, no, it's a shelter. Would you like that more or less? That's the thing. I kind of think I'd like it less. I think it's more fun to see shelter morph into the weird looking shell of Slowbro. What if Slowpoke turned into Slowbro and when you put a shelter onto it, it turned like if that was Cloister. Like would uh, that yeah, sell yeah. You? So yes, if Shelter evolved into yeah. Yeah, if a shelter ate part of a slowpoke tail that's how it would turn into cloister they could go off on their own but sometimes they got stuck and they turned into a, a cloister on a tail and it would be more like a little more club ish i'd be like good with that but i but, but i like, do think that slow bro would suffer if the tail was its own poke turban just wasn't enough of a of a pull i'm not saying the tail would become its own poke i'm saying it would have a cloister on its ass oh no <laughs> no that's what i'm saying that that works i'm saying with okay. what with the sprite that we have from Gen Two, it was not going to be enough. I agree with their, with oh, their decision. I, yeah, I the the design itself, if it is just the the shell on its own, it's pretty. Yeah, lame. like slow Slowbro is fun because it has a crazy shell on the back that we haven't seen before, and you're like, what the hell is that? Is Turban also a reference to Slow King because he kind of wears it like a turban? Yes, probably. Like Turbo Snail, Turban. Like, okay. Like huh? so much of the beta sprite stuff is just speculation at this point because we just have the images. So you know, people just kind of use their imagination of what they were going to do with it. Yeah, it's really hard to do speculative puns. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
But Slow King came out at the same time as Turban, so who's to say? I would just like to make a last note of a uh, Pokedex entry. In Sword, sweet flavors seeping from the tail make Shelter feel as its life is a dream. Dude, it's like acid taffy. It's tripping balls. <laughs> Those shelter. That's why they look so dude, weird. Because they're like, just Whoa, dude. high as balls back there. I didn't realize I was clamped onto some guy's tail. <laughs> it's the equivalent of licking toads uh, that the kids are doing. <laughs> is there anything else you have for bio before we talk about some uh, game data? I want to touch on Slow King a little bit. But we can we can get into game data and come back. Can we come back to Slow King? We'll come back because I only have a little bit. Okay, I, I have a couple notes on him too. I figure we could kind of talk about him after uh, Slow Bro. We've kind of been out of it for a little while in this category, but we are getting back to this is absolutely a usable poke, and I would argue in Gen 1, it's probably one of the most versatile pokes. It has a good move pool. You get a stab bonus for two incredibly useful types in both Psychic and Water, and especially if you don't have a Water starter. This is not only usable, this is competitively viable. I oh my god, yeah, yeah. I don't know about I don't know about how the metagame was in Gen 1, but right now, this is a tank. You can put this out uh, to stall for you and to do setups. This thing is a, it's a defensive powerhouse. Even in Gen 1, I had one of these things on my team frequently because, and in a recent playthrough in Gen 2, I even had one on my team because the typing is just so valuable and the stats are really good for what it is. It, it's a it's a rare instance in this middle set of Pokemon Well, they dropped one of the stats being speed for this one, which makes sense, uh, in order to boost yeah, slow the hell. other stats. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's absolutely Yeah, they horrible. did it to balance it, but it now has good HP. It has both good uh, defense stats and a really high special attack stat. So this can be your water attacker or your psychic attacker, whichever one you want it to be. Clearly, obviously, it's both, but whatever you want to lean into, this thing is going to do damage. That's the thing. Gen 1, what other psychic pokes are you going to be using? Like, okay, Alakazam. Alakazam, that's it. (laughs) It's broken. It's that much better. You have to trade to get it. But dual types give you more coverage. Yeah, Hypno is a one type, and it's a turd. Jinx has really good typing with ice and psychic. You are giving away the whole season. (laughs) All right, all right, save it. Talking about uh, Jinx and whoever. Yeah, but Jinx sucks. Okay, good enough. I got it out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just leave it at that. Dual typing, I'd say it helps you more than it hurts as long as you know what you're doing. And you always want to try to cover as many different typings as you can. So I always prefer using a dual type. It's not like a dual type that leaves it exposed to a lot. It doesn't give it a quad weakness or anything. Okay, it's weak to bug, ghost, grass, electric, and dark. That's a decent number, but it's really not that terrible. And yeah, you can play be around right. that. And you can find these in the wild in Gen 1 and Gen 2. You don't even have to uh, evolve it if you don't want. Wow, cheater. Hey, some of us kids were very lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, that's probably the better way to do it. That is more fitting for slow, bro. It's probably pissed off if you actually put work into it. Yes, exactly. Take it slow, man. The Gen 1 sprite, by the way, is also biting the shelter in return? Good. The Gen 1 is is so good because I really like that it is showcasing the shell. Especially the front and the back sprite are both very shell focused. And this is one of the few times where the yellow sprite is a step back. Uh, that guy just looks like he is hurt from the tail. <laughs> <laughs> He's just bent over like, uh... <laughs> not having a good time. Neither is the silver sprite. The sprites really don't start looking good again until... Gen 3, Gen 4. You know that the yellow sprite is making the Tina Belcher noise. <laughs> uh. <laughs> also, uh, for reference, all yellow sprites are a step back because red and blue is the original. Well, actually, red well, and green, most of them are drastic improvements and really what you'd see <laughs> as to what they are today. You can't improve an original idea. Just saying. <laughs> you can improve the idea. <laughs> nope. Speaking of the sprites... How do you like the 3D transfer for this thing? Uh, the 3D transfer is awkward because the fun of Slowbro is that we like that we can see both dudes at once. Obviously, 3D, of course, it would stick off the back like a tail, but it's like visually you just don't think of it that way. You want to see them side by side. The mouth also looks way more monkeyish in 3D. Yeah, it's definitely giving me sock puppet. The, ba- the back sprites just the back sprites just look so awkward the way it's just like 
sticking off to the side in 3D. It's just kind of like, I don't know. It feels like such a weird after. Th- it, it, it like looks like a teddy bear with like a shell sticking off of it. No, and I get it that that's, you know, it's more anatomically correct, but that's usually why I say Pokemon looks better in 2D. It's just better as a as a drawing. And a lot of people would agree with you in that uh, that that stance. I might be one of them. I don't know. I go back and forth. I'm like, okay, it needed to evolve. It needed to turn into 3D. And some of the... No, look, it needed to. I know that it needed to. 3D also allows for new like designs, but it also does feel like it limits some stuff at times, too. This is a much bigger discussion that we will have to get into in like a hypothetical or something. Yeah, it's way too much thinking for Slowbro. Moving on. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's actually all I have for Slowbro. Do you want to talk about anything else for it or uh, hit some cards oh, before there we are, discuss There Slow are King? a multitude of goofy-ass Slowbro cards. Oh, I, I hit me with them. I, I sold the first one. Oh, yes, you did. All right, so here we go. Anyway, I, my first Slowbro I, card. <laughs> all right. Uh, no, so uh, the Fossil card, first of all, obviously... I, I wanted to bring this up because looking at it, the art mimics the Gen 1 sprite. It's like it's the Gen it, 1 yeah, sprite, but right. seen from a slightly different angle. Really? That's the first one you bring up? Yes. Because <laughs> the next one is Neo Destiny. Light Slowbro. Really? Light Slowbro. Even more melty. And now it's oh, yeah. smelling flowers. Even the shell, the turban is getting in. You know why it's so melty? Why? Because it's like in direct sunlight. You know what happens to like taffy? <laughs> oh, it's because they left taffy out in the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what other cards do you have? I'm going to be really mad at you oh, if you I, do not. Oh, I was going to purposely uh, not bring one up. The other one I wanted to bring up is the new Pokemon Go set because uh, it's just like a, a panning <laughs> out, staring blankly at the dock. And it can randomly High school is such a serious thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it can randomly fetch you two prize cards out of nowhere. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that thing could just win a game. Yeah, even because it's that whole thing of like even a broken clock is wrong is right twice a day. But yes, yeah, so I purposely did not bring up the rocket card, so go ahead. Oh, I was leaving it for you. I didn't write it down there because that's like you always no. talk about well, that. Exactly. Set. I always talk about how awesome the rocket cards are, so I figured it's like I would... one of the coolest arts and it has a team rocket guy in the background Fine, and you don't yes, bring this is one of my favorite cards that I that I do own <laughs> is the green hollow slowbro I like how the turban is also staring at the camera menacingly yeah and you got the team rocket guy in the back that's that's sick you can't just start referring to it as a turban that's what it is that's not a real poke that's what it is that's what I'm gonna call it all right fair enough <laughs> Dr. Lava told me that it's a turban <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Dr. Lava. <laughs> okay, so I'm sure you were saving one for me, and that is Fire Red and Leaf Green. Is that the clay one? Yes, it is, yes. and it is amazing, <laughs> and I am actually seriously considering buying this thing until I saw that moderately played is like almost 10 bucks. Whoa. Oh, this is a hollow. Okay. It, it, listener, if you are uh, in possession of one of these and uh, are a big fan of the show, do me a favor and just send it to me. Feel free. I'm not even going to pay for it. Just, <laughs> But you may send it to us. Yeah, you personally, if you have one of these and you don't send it to me, I'm not going to, we're not going to record it anymore. Like, I'm wow. done. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all wow. your fault. And I'm going to, I'm going to find out your name and I'm going to put you on blast on this podcast if you don't send this to me. <laughs> I will ask for it personally. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hit me with uh, your info for Slow King and then we'll wrap it up for the family. So Slow King, I just found very interesting kind of its rollout. It was introduced in Gen 2, obviously, as a branched evolution along with Polytoad so that, you know, they were trying new things for Gen 2. But this was one of the first Pokemon teased for the gen. Again, sleeper mascot. Yes. So this time the shelter latched onto its head uh, through the King's Rock, apparently. The poison leaked into its head and now it's super smart. I'm just going to come right out and say it. I hate this thing. (laughs) Yeah, not really. Don't like this one as much as Slowbro. (laughs) Slowbro is way cooler. But I never had one on my team, but apparently the back sprite, uh, the eyes are looking at you from the shell. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they are, like, staring right at you. I don't think I ever had one of these in a game. No, I uh, never would again, have known. I wouldn't have, have picked it. it so. I also wouldn't have picked it over Slowbro. Oh, well, that answers my question, because I was going to ask you if you had to pick one, which would you pick? And I think it's an incredibly easy answer. For the record, I'm not a fan of this mechanic where they add something later that has like a different wacky way to get a different evolution. The only thing I think it should be reserved for 
the wacky evolution thing should be reserved either for like the evolutions or for like a stage two. It wasn't that wacky. It's a King's Rock. I, I know, but you know what I mean. Like the diverging. You don't think it needed a branch? The diverging evolution. evolutions. If they made a slow, I would almost prefer if Slow King was a stage two. I just like it as a thought experiment of what happens when the shelter attaches to different spots. I do like that just as an idea, even though it has varied results. Fair enough. I guess that's how you get to Galarian. I'll say that exactly. you get there. Before we wrap it up for the family as a whole, I do want to read the results from the Reddit's favorites poll. Slowpoke was in 108th place and Slowbro was in 168. That is disappointingly and shockingly low. That I oh, actually I was really say that's thought that these I think it's fine. I, again, it is a little shocking to me that 108 uh that Slowpoke was significantly higher, but I do think this goes back to what we were talking about of it being a sleeper mascot. I just felt like that was kind of low. Well, look, I mean, now it's starting to get into final thought territory, but this is one of those that I think very fondly of it. I have a very high opinion of it, but is it a favorite? No. And I think that that is just probably a lot of people's opinions on it. I would just put this into the underrated category. I think that it's really good, but is it, you know, is it meeting a lot of people's favorite poke? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, share what you got for the family as a whole for me. I, I, I'm, I'm not convinced because I really like this thing. I mean, that's the thing is that this thing meets the requirements for me for favorite poke category, which is I love when the Pokemon is fun and goofy with a good story, but also it's good for a team. That kind of checks all the boxes for me. I sometimes like a fearsome Pokemon, but there's something really fun about kicking somebody's ass with a goofball. I can't oh, yeah. explain it, but it is there is something more fun about using something that looks dumb and beating somebody's ass. It's literally the entire concept behind sleeper cars. Exactly. It is just fun when people are, are underestimating this guy. And as far as the story, it's a good enough story. Yeah, I, I really do like the story. This is, uh, it, it's a cool way to write lore behind an evolution that otherwise would be a pretty lame evolution. But just because of the little bit of depth that they put into it, it really does work. I really have come to respect the design language on this thing, especially spending so much time looking at it and like reflecting on it of just this really is hard to nail down. We've we've discussed this idea before a little bit. It's really hard to nail down what animal this is. And I love when that happens, when it still feels like something believable that could show up ish in like in yeah the it real wouldn't world. be far off if you saw this if it, as long as it was like a color that wasn't crazy like pink, of course of course you would be able to say like all right sure it doesn't look like a made up version of an animal it, it almost is the reverse it's like an animal ugh, I'm trying to think of the best way to it's put like it. if an AI in if it, it's like if an intelligence generator that knew what animals are spit out an animal for uh, you perfect. It's like a yes. like a randomly generated animal yes. Instead of taking a direct translation from nature and like kind of morphing it into an animal, it looks like they started as how would I design a real world animal and then turn it into a Pokemon. Yeah, it's no less believable than like a capybara. Yeah, it's not an animal analog. It's a potential idea. It's like, you know, a pitch <laughs> meeting for designing a new yeah, it was, animal it was they like, came up with. It got cut. Like when, when God was thinking of animals. <laughs> yeah, this was on the beta list for... It was a Gorichu. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a last minute cut because there wasn't enough space. This feels like a sci-fi-ish side of development. Like it's based in more of reality. I know it's not. Yeah, but, I'm, but I'm, I see what you mean. It goes towards our category design. of like science pokes. Somehow. Yes, exactly. It's not actually it's not based mystical. on an animal. But it's not exactly. It's not based off of a legend or any myth. And it's not even quite world building because it's not it's not there to fill space. It's there to to, ha, uh, to draw interest. I would argue that this is a pretty world building poke, though. It, th it thickens out the world, but it's not meant to be in the background. It is meant to draw your attention to me. I don't know. It could go either way because you have the stuff with the rocket involved in the trade of its tails. You're getting into like corporate entity or underground entity, whatever you want to call it, uh, uh, making moves. It kind of adds to that part of the world. It also, I think it's a cool way to look at two different creatures intertwining with one another and how that would 
play out. I get what you're saying. It's not like it's not like a Pidgey or something stupid that just fills out. Yeah, it's like, not the a background character, but it does help fill out the world and the story. You mean it like builds it, right? Like the yeah. world. Uh, oh my god no never mind no never mind it doesn't actually <laughs> all right well that's gonna wrap it up for episode 33 where we talked about Slowpoke and slow bro and coming up next we've got another installment of viva la evolution where we are going to have an alternate evolution smackdown it's time for another installment of viva la evolution in this segment, we discuss all temporary transformations from Megas to G-Max and anything else Pokemon might come up with. Today, we are discussing the Galarian family, as well as Mega Slowbro, and we are doing this SmackDown style. Because in a rare turn of events, I am taking the side of the Mega. Which is a, a very bizarre choice, but I will allow it. <sighs> because it's better. Uh... I don't know if I'd say it's better. It's maybe better than one or two of the Galarian forms, but... Oh, I'm I'm specifically comparing the Mega Evolution of uh, Slowbro to the Galarian Slowbro. Oh, okay, good. All right, well, good. Then I am arguing for the Slowbro, so that is right. Wait, Mega or Galarian? No, the Galarian. I think the Mega Slowbro is a better design. I, I'm not talking battle. Of course, the Mega one would win. We're talking strictly in terms of design. The Galarian one falls into the same trap that a lot of newer pokes fall into, which is the old give it a gun. They just gave it a cannon. They were like, uh, I don't know. What if we just moved the shell onto its hand and turned it into a gun? Boom, sold. All right, That's not interesting. You're stealing all my good debate points. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's that is. Be, you're right. That is. It is going to be amazing to listen to two people use the exact same argument to as to why it is good. <laughs> opposite sides of things. All they did was just change a color and put a cannon on its hand. Yes, you're making my argument for me. Yes, <laughs> I feel like the Galarian one kind of goes against the entire lore. There's so much set up in the lore with the tail and fishing and the taste of the tail and it being taffy and all of a sudden they're like, no, this one was just out catfish noodling. Oh, it sounds like you really liked uh, thinking about the Galarian one because all of my <laughs> notes are also about the Galarian. <laughs> but I do like the idea for the Mega that the shelter is just like slowly growing and like eating its way up the uh, slow bro and it's just kind of encapsulating and you know what it's kind of just refreshing to see a mega that focused on something de defensive oh I just felt bad for mega slow bro uh, but here is <laughs> but here is what I like about I focused on the family as a whole so the glaring slowpoke family oh god so focus on the family for me the best part of this line is the typing I just really like psychic and poison as a type and then also the storyline I thought was pretty cool of what they thought of and believable enough as a regional form. So they said that Slowpoke on Galar just has a different diet, whatever it is, because they don't specify, but it has a spicy taste to the diet, which has affected the taste of the tail. The shelter has a different reaction uh, to the tail because it's eaten spicy food rather than sweet food. Then how did it get on its hand? Well... We don't have to get into all that, but I was gonna Slowbro say, that just, <laughs> is... <laughs> all that means is that it wouldn't want to bite onto the tail. It has nothing to do with the hand. No, it still enjoys biting down, but it has a different thing that happens. So when it bites down, no, Slowbro, this is the issue, is that <laughs> <laughs> Slowbro was the coolest of them for me as far as the Galarian ones. I really like that it now has a Mega Man arm. The deck says that it squeezes the tongue of the shelter to launch the poison. I just think that's very cool. Uh, I like these different takes on where if you place the shell somewhere else, what would happen? Now, so not only that, the rollout was cool for these. I don't know if you remember this, but when they did the, the Isle of Armor patch. I do, uh, I do. You got to meet the gym leader in the train station. And you met, you know, a different one depending on who it was, either the poison or the psychic leader. And I know you received a slow poke. I don't remember from who you received it, but... I do remember in the train one. station. Yeah, somebody in the train station gave you one, so I thought that was cool. Now, here is what I don't like. So this is going to lead right up against yours, but I agree that the designs are just too similar to the originals. Uh, I really like the slow bro, but I wouldn't call it an improvement. I just think I that it's either. a cool. I think that it's a cool idea 
to you know to take another look at it basically all right tell me a galarian pokemon that you like less a galarian i like less is very easy it's mr mime i don't know how they went oh, and God, they made a creepy sold. dude creepier all right tell me a galarian poke you like more galarian one i like more because we got a lot of good forms in this galarian zapdos this is one of my favorite regional forms in general and it does what the Slowpoke did not do. It shows what an animal is going to look like once they have physically adapted to a different environment. Makes sense. And finally, give me your rating for Galarian Slowbro. I liked it. I gave it six out of ten blank stares. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A mega evolution that I like less. That would be Ampharos. This is another instance where I really like the original. However, I think that they really focused on the wrong things. And instead of trying to make it stick with the original idea and evolve onto it, they just added some weird cotton candy to it for some reason. And yeah, and they kind of always do that with Megas. They always kind of take it too far and make you feel (laughs) bad for the poke. So a mega evolution I liked more, though, would have to be Mega Gengar. I mean, come on. Yeah, no no contest, come on. A little bit of a cheater pick there, but this is a good example of them taking a poke that I liked to begin with and adding more of what worked, and it's scary, and then it becomes scarier, and it has an even more intimidating vibe to it. Yeah, Gengar's all right. And for a rating, I will give Mega Slowpoke 7 out of 10 Taffy Tails. All right, then mine also gets a 7, and it's a tie. <laughs> nope, nope. Yours was uh, one less. Nope, nope. I think it's a tie. Uh, we'll let the audience decide which is cooler. Yeah, send us a message. Uh, we are on TikTok and we are on Instagram uh, under Pokedex Pathfinders. After you listen to this episode, please send us a message and uh, tell us which slow bro you enjoy more that's gonna wrap it up for this episode number 33 where we talked about slow poke and slow bro the dumb idiot pokes <laughs> don't be a slow poke the geo dude episode is coming out soon wait yeah you heard oh me. god damn it <laughs> i actually fell for that oh, one we and, got on, him. and on that completely embarrassing note that's gonna close it out i'm ben and i'm andy and we will catch you on the next one see ya